To throw in your two cents worth is to speak your opinion, share your beliefs or point of view on a matter. They say if you stand for nothing, you will fall for anything. The two cents cast by students of Camberwell Girls Grammar School invites a range of perspectives, experiences and expertise on all sorts of issues and topics that matter to us and the world. The Two Cents cast is hosted by our school leaders and created by our community, for our community and beyond. We hope you enjoy our Two Cents worth. Hello everyone and welcome back to all our listeners on the Two Cents podcast. My name's Sophia and I'm joined by... Eloise and Ashley. And we are your hosts. We are super excited to welcome you back onto another episode. Here with us today, we have a panel of guests from our very own Camberwell community. On this episode, we will be interviewing our Year 8 Year Level Coordinator, Miss Tan, and Aliana from Year 8. We will also be welcoming our Year 10 Year Level Coordinator, Mr Henderson, and Isabella from Year 10. On this episode, we will be discussing stress and its relevance and impact in our lives, particularly as we come close to the end of this term. So we'd like to kick this episode off with some open discussion questions, starting with generally, first question, how does stress affect you and how does this affect your mood and or work habits? I'm happy to start. I'll go first. Go for it. (laughs) Um, Stress, how does stress affect me? It affects me in a lot of ways. Um, Firstly, I tend to eat a lot when I start to stress. (laughs) Same here. Which I think... Um, a lot of people can relate to, but um, I've also been someone who tends to close up when stress uh, starts to come in. So I actually think a few of my year 12s have witnessed this in the past week. I've actually had a bit of an up and down week and they have witnessed me hot close up into my shell and <laughs> it's been a different Miss Tan that's been walking around a little bit. So yeah, that's usually what happens when I face stress. Yeah, fair enough. Does anyone else want to build on that? Great. Well, yeah, I'm happy like- to go. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, Isabella, you go. <laughs> Well, I feel like I'm always the opposite to Miss Tan in, like, I talk a lot to, like, distract myself from the stress. So it kind of annoys the people around me if they're, like, wanting to be quiet. <laughs> so. You know, so, look, certainly for me with stress and things like that, if if things are really time conscious, you know, if, if the deadline is getting closer and closer, that tends to create a little bit more stress for me. And I know that um, I, you know, sometimes find it really difficult to switch off you know, out of a night time as well. So I'm not a night person. I'm certainly a morning person and I often, you know, get up early to do work. But, you know, I've certainly found, um, you know, when I do get stressed and when and work starts to build up that I often wake up at, you know, two or three in the morning and it probably takes, you know, half an hour to go back to sleep. So I do all the things that they probably tell you not to do, like, you know, just to pass <laughs> the time, check my email and that sort of thing. And that's, that's, certainly on the, that's certainly on the no-no list. I understand that. So that's something I've been working on as well. Mm. Yeah, and I think um, for me, similar to what a lot of people have said, like I get I get more worked up about stuff when I am stressed and like a lot of like the little things annoy me or like um, I do tend to find it hard to go to sleep at night because I'll just think of all these things I have to do. So, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Definitely, yeah. Thank you for all of that. I mean, next, do you guys want to share maybe some of your coping strategies you use when you're feeling like this in these situations? 100%. 
I'll go first again. If no. Go for it. <laughs> so, yeah, go for it. <laughs> uh, coping strategies. This one has been something that I've been constantly working on for a long time, but I think I've found what has worked for me. Um, exercise is a big one, like going to the gym and just punching it yeah, out, yeah. like yeah. In, a, in a boxing <laughs> class or something like that. It has worked wonders after a long day. Um, but also... Um, my weekly baths, that's been Ooh, a, a big one. That's new. It's been a non-negotiable uh, in pretty much since last year when we went locked down because work obviously consumed home life um, so easily. So it was. Re- I found it very important that I actually set aside time every week to just take a bath and switch off. And I'm still doing that. So that's been helping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, really good. Look, it's really interesting. Miss Tam makes a really good point. I often, you know, make excuses. I don't have the, you know, the energy for exercise, but you actually find when you come back from exercising that you've got more energy than when you started and you feel kind of really invigorated. And I know I said before, I was definitely a morning person. So I like to get up, you know, maybe quarter past, 20 past five and go for a little walk before I have a shower and come to school. So yeah, I know it's very weird for some people. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I'm just not a night person. I really struggle at night time. But uh, the other thing too is is sharing your stress with other people. I know as U-level coordinators, we got together at the start of the year and, and we actually had that time today and we said, let's put aside, you know, half an hour or 40 minutes every fortnight. Let's get together and let's share some of the things that are stressing us. And, you know, things that we thought were for unique problems to us, we've actually shared with the other five U-level coordinators. So I think that's been a really important lesson as well. It's definitely important to share it with other people. Um, definitely helps me anyway. Um, Isabella, Eliana? Um, I feel like I'm pretty much the same. I just like walking my dog. I find it really relaxing, yes. except when he's barking. But oh. <laughs> um, And I just try to do like relaxing activities such as like a puzzle or even reading, which kind of helps. Yeah, and I think for me, a lot of what other people have said, but also listening to music and just like kind of distracting myself and like, Trying to not think about all the other stuff, yeah. Yeah, cool. Mm. Nice. I think they're all pretty similar to what I would think, but, yeah, really helpful hopefully for our listeners. Um, Next, in light of um, the recent pandemic and all of the lockdowns, how are you guys finding um, the stress of COVID and handling it, particularly with how, like, um, how ever-changing it is? We never know what's going to happen next week. Yeah, really good question, I think, Eloise, and I don't mind kicking off this time, give Miss Tan a little bit of a rest, but um, (laughs) during the first lockdown, (laughs) during the first lockdown last year, I think I fell into the trap that most, a lot of people did. I became, you know, a daily watcher of the news conference and an an armchair expert and checking the numbers every day and all those sorts of things that I thought I should be doing. And, you know, unbeknownst to me, that was causing a fair bit of kind of stress and anxiety that, you know, I, I didn't know it would cause. So I certainly... During the second lockdown, I tried to, you know, reset and just make sure that, yep, I understood the information that was there, but I didn't kind of let it take over and uh, put my energies into things that I could control. So, um, yeah, that was that was pretty hard for me to do because I do like to keep abreast of the news and things like that. But, you know, you kind of quickly realise that, you know, you don't have a control over a lot of that sort of thing. And um, some of the things closer to home, like family and school, were things that I could control. So I thought that was important. Yeah, my mother was a victim of that. I told her to not watch the news, but... Well, if she's listening, Mrs Robinson did tell me to stop it and I couldn't stop it for quite some time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, easy said than done, I guess. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. 
But yeah, I guess off the back of that, um, I liked what Mr. Henderson said about like just focusing on the things that are within our control because I think there's so much going on and there's so much noise in the world around us right now that as humans, it's easy to get caught up with all the things that are going on. Like it's just natural to just want to know things and want to be part of everything. But um, like, it stretches us so thin. And I think a lot of us learned it the very hard way last year. Um, and yeah, just in conversations, hearing about exhaustion and tiredness and burnout, like it's just important to focus on on what is within our control and what we can change rather than um, getting distracted by everything else. Well, yeah, I was just going to say, I found the hardest thing was the uncertainty of it because you never knew what was going to happen. So I found that you just had to kind of deal with what you had because you didn't have much of a choice. Yeah, and I found that, like, it was easier to... Like, it was really hard at the start to focus on the positives and all you could think about was, like, everything that was going wrong and all the negatives. But I think over time it was kind of just a skill that we developed, like, trying to think of the positives to, like, make us feel better. I think once we started staying online for a little bit longer and we kind of got used to, like... I guess, homework environment, it would have helped a bit more. Because I know definitely for me at the start, my experience was a bit like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Like, and I was like freaking out. But by the end, I'm like, well, look, I got through it yeah. and everyone got yeah, through it. it. So we've got to duck yeah. into it. <laughs> Can't do much yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah, it's just that rapid change, I think, that ties the brain out. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And especially because it was such a big change. Like we'd suddenly gone from seven hours at school into seven hours online. It's such a drastic change. But yeah, well, I'm glad to hear everyone was thinking very positively on that note. (laughs) Everyone was definitely striving to look at it on the bright side. Um, So in light of that, um, for people who are going through, and of course, stress looks different to everyone and everyone has different sources of stress depending on your situation. But if you were to talk to someone in a similar situation as yours, or maybe even a younger version of yourself, would you have any um, advice pretty much? Yeah, look, I think I touched on it before, share it. Um, I caught up with some, I caught up with some mates every Friday night via Zoom and whilst it was a bit awkward to start with and we kind of, you know, you know, one person kicked us off and said, oh, you know, I'm struggling or I'm having these problems with, you know, remote working or whatever. It was really, really great and, and it was, was really nice to share and probably if I had my time again, I probably would have shared more with the colleagues, the teachers that we work with. Um, you know, in leadership positions, often we, you know, we try not to show any weakness and that sort of thing. But if I've learned anything, once we, um, you know, once we share a problem, just like we did now, kind of, ca- yeah, absolutely. And it makes a big difference. And, you know, even to students as well, um, just saying, you look, I certainly understand, um, you know, I'm having just as many struggles as you. Um, and certainly they might not be the same struggles, but we, we have a common ground. So I think that's really important. Yeah. I think for me, I appreciated the front a lot of teachers put up, that they made it look almost easy. But I I understand it wasn't easy for anyone to go online. So, yeah, I think it'd be nice if it ever happened again to just be real with each other about it. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely wasn't easy at all. Yeah, because at the end of the day, I think connection... Like connection is so important. I think that was a big learning um, from last year as well. And um, just keeping those communications channels or communication channels open uh, with the people around you and also just being kind to yourself, just that self-compassion, I think, realising that it's okay to not be okay all the time. 
um, it's just like impossible to just be on a high all the time and be happy and upbeat. Um, there are going to be ups and downs and just to be be kind to yourself through that whole process and show yourself compassion, just like you would a friend who's undergoing stress and the same situation that you are. Fair enough. Uh, Isabella, Eliana? Um, I think mine's mostly the same as Mr Henderson and Miss Tan. So, Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. And I think for me, it's like very similar to theirs as well, but also writing things down, like writing everything that you're stressed about or like making lists of things you have to do, it, yeah, it helps. Also with like the writing things down, something that I found quite helpful, especially during lockdown, was to just try and like um, take aside like literally two minutes of your day and like write down three, um, like the three Gs. So like something you're grateful for, a goal of yours for the next day. It could be like as simple as like making your bed or something grand or and um one thing that like went well and I just found that that really like helped me kind of leave my stress for a couple of minutes and like appreciate um what was actually like going well in my life and I still do this that to this day and it really helps especially that's in your great talk. yeah because it's really a release like from what's going on in the mind it's just releasing it out into the world and just letting it go um those were really great responses to everyone um so we know that it is, like, good to have a bit of stress. It um, always motivates us. But sometimes it can be too much. And how do you guys cope when it's um, the stress is, like, particularly overwhelming, um, whether it's school, home life or anything? Uh, I, I think, I mean, organisation, I think, is a, a real key. And I think the more the more that gets loaded on top of you, the more organised you need to be and, you know, I've certainly got areas that I need to work on, but, you know, I think organisation is something that um, I, I try to keep on top of. I don't always keep on top of. Um, I'm one of these people that likes to leave school every day with no emails and sometimes it's possible, sometimes if it's only, not. Oh, I know, but, uh, <laughs> but I just think if I if I put my time and energy into being organised, those problems sometimes don't feel uh, as, you know, loaded on my shoulders. But, yeah, there are certainly times when, you know, you, you really struggle to keep up. But I think, you know, being organised is, is something that um, is in your control. You've got, you know, tools at your disposal. Um, I'm big on calendars, to-do lists, all those sorts of things, which, yeah, are time-consuming to put together. But I think the benefit, you know, outweighs the cost of your time. Oh, spot on. And on top of that, like, I like to share this strategy with anyone who would listen to me. So I'm just going to share it here anyway. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> oh, I, know, I know there are a lot of us within the school community who love to-do lists. Um, and sometimes it's great to have a list there, but sometimes it's a bit overwhelming to see all the things that you've got to do as well. So, like, what I've actually started to try to do is just to list two or three things at the start of my day that I know I definitely need to get through for that day, obviously in terms of urgency and all that. But once those three things are done, like psychologically, everything else that you complete is a bonus and it just makes you feel better on top of that. Yeah. So I think, yeah, hopping on Making board that organisation. achievable. Yeah, you've got that's to have, right. You've got to have some so, wins, don't you? You certainly have to it. have some wins along that's the way. Otherwise, it. it just seems like there's no light at the that's end of the it. tunnel. And then, like, every day you're adding new stuff onto the list and it just never seems like it's going down. So if you go, okay, my three things are done today, everything else I do is a yeah. win on top of it. So, like, <laughs> yeah, Actually, it just does something. the exact same thing. Mm. You go three to five of the most important things you need to get done today and maybe one fun thing at the bottom. And, um, yeah, it just makes it worth it in the long run. And it focuses your priorities pretty much. 
Well, yeah, in my to-do list, I always write really, really specific tasks. So I feel satisfied when I tick something off. So I kind of just like feel like I'm progressing and it makes me work faster and more effectively. Yeah, fair enough. (laughs) I'm um, one of those people who, if I have a project due, I will write down every single part of that project that needs to be done so that once I've done it, I'm like, yes, I've achieved the title and tick it off. (laughs) And it feels good because if you don't reward yourself, you're just going to... Like you said, Mr. Henderson, it's like there's no light at the end of the tunnel. and you just Absolutely. And, like- yeah, I mean, sometimes achieving the goal is reward enough, but other times you actually need to reward yourself with something tangible that you can say, you know, I've, I've kept that treat in the cupboard and I'm, you know, I'm saving it for when I reach that goal or I'm, you know, I've, I've got a series I want to watch on Netflix and I'll watch that once I achieve the goal or yep. whatever it might be. It, sometimes you just need something measurable that you can reward yourself with when you achieve your goals. Yeah, Definitely. Definitely. And I agree. And this kind of like segues into, I guess, you know how we deal and kind of express ourselves in different ways. Like, for example, you said sharing your feelings with others versus keeping to yourselves or like managing our problems kind of personally. I guess, how do you go about managing your relationships and communication under stress, whether that's friendships, close partners, family, school like students students to teach teachers to students like especially during COVID I reckon there was a lot of pressure on those connections to be maintained and with your family you're in the same house every day so yeah how did you guys go about managing those oh one word boundaries and being very clear about your boundaries with people around you like it's really easy to have personal boundaries and go okay yeah I know these are my limits but you need to communicate them with people around you as well so they know when they can sort of come and encroach a little bit or when you they need to stay out for a bit. So I think that open communication is super important, especially like you have mentioned before. Um, yeah, everything just sort of amalgamated into one last year and without that clear set of guidelines. Yeah, without (laughs) that clear communication of your boundaries and things like that, um, I think it can add a lot more stress onto your plate. um, Then you need it. That's it. That's it. So, yeah, open communication, as much as I mentioned at the top of the call, I tend to hold myself up when I'm stressed. Like, it's important to talk talk about it. Um, It's, yeah, it's definitely very helpful. Mm. I think one of the challenges too is that, you know, having two small kids and, um, you know, we're normally home for about 12 hours together, you know, or 14 hours together each day. And, and that's great because, you know, we get to see the kids at night, get to see the kids in the morning, you sleep for a big chunk, but, you know, that time nearly doubled. And so it was really difficult to, to manage those things. I think particularly early on, you know, as we adjusted to life working from home, um, you know, I probably could have handled things a little bit better. You know, I was teaching, you know, two unit three, four classes. And I know my little son, Max, who was four at the time, you know, I'd be teaching a class and he'd be sitting next to me and asking me, you know, can I put the arm back on his Lego man? And I'm teaching a class. And I think what we had to do too is just, you know, I don't think students minded, but from a teacher's perspective, we always want our classes to be perfect. And I think we just had to realize that things weren't going to be perfect. You know, I had to put a Lego man back together during class. Um, you know, there were online deliveries of things that I'd purchased that were getting delivered during class time. So I think we just had to allow ourselves to realise that, you know, it was never going to be perfect and that we just had to do the best we could. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess like, I guess Isabella and Aliana, did you guys have siblings? Were they in the same 
kind of um, they're doing school and how was that yeah I have three siblings so we're all trying to like be shut off in our own rooms on zoom so the wi-fi was a bit stretched and then we didn't want to be too loud because other people were on zoom so it was a bit challenging but I suppose we got through it in the end yeah same I have two other siblings younger than me so they were all like making noise around the house or they had like finished their school while I was still going (laughs) yeah so I think just like also communicating with them and I had my door shut and was just like working in my room but like letting them know when you're like doing stuff so then they don't come in and push the boundaries and stuff Mm -hmm. back to boundaries back to communication that's right I completely oh man yeah no definitely guys yeah well I guess Mr. Henderson, Isabella, Aliana, Miss Tan, thank you all so much for coming on the podcast to share with us about your value opinions and topics on this stressful topic. Your thoughts, I guess, are helpful in understanding how we could all handle stress in many different ways. And we really appreciate you all coming on to talk today. And I'm sure the Two Cents podcast listeners will look to implement some of these strategies in the future. Yeah, I'm definitely looking at that bath time once a week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> you like, excuse me, no, this is boundaries. I'm having Correct. my bath. Bath time. Half an hour bath time. is my me time. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks, guys. It's been a pleasure. Oh, so good. It was so fun. Absolutely any time. Thanks for having us. Yeah. And, and that's, that's our two, two cents. cents. So that was our two cents worth. We hope you have the support love and passion to be your authentic self informing opinions asking big questions inviting other perspectives in and always seeking ways to be useful in service to the lives and learning of others <laughs> <laughs>